Today on the Reflex Blue Show, Donovan and I sit down with renowned illustrator Von Glitschka and discuss a host of topics, including why he's now charging $5 for a logo. Welcome back to the Reflex Blue Show, everybody. We have with us uh, Von Glitschka. Von, how are you doing today? I am doing fine. Lovely. All right, and, and I have co-host Ben Luters with me. Hey, everybody. And I am still Donovan Beery. So, welcome welcome to the 1119 studio. We are following the great Stefan Mumel. Those are big shoes to fill. Very big late. shoes. Well, what we want to talk to you about first is we do we, we have the best, I mean, the best listeners around. Oh, yeah, them. you guys are really the best listeners we've ever had. So, so what we're saying is, is we're like, we need a new artwork for, for this recording. You can see it here in your window. And so we put out a call, and we're like, we need to raise enough money to get someone famous like Von Glitschka to design our logo. So <laughs> thanks to you guys, Von, we have the money here. <laughs> that was about $5 and change. I think I can work with that. <laughs> all right. That is all we want to hear. Thank you, Von. And Von actually has a, he did an alternate version of our Reflex Blue Show logo for us. So I think we were the, were we the first? You were the very first ones to place an order, Yes. And we placed an order with 5-Minute Logo. Now, now, is the website just 5MinuteLogo.com? I always forget. Yeah, just the number 5MinuteLogo.com. Okay, and it's it's five, the number 5-I-V-E-MinuteLogo.com, right? No, or just the number 5 and then MinuteLogo spelled out.com. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, what was what was the whole idea? By the way, I, I love the 5-Minute Logo. And, and I love the Facebook page because you can see these logos. Really, to me, it just shows that... Vaughn can do more creative work in five minutes than most of us can do in, in a full day. But what was the idea behind the uh, five-minute logo? I think he's trying to destroy graphic design is what he's trying to do. Don't yeah, that's Isn't a, that pretty apparent? I mean, I'm trying to take everybody's job away. That's what I'm trying to do. No, but <laughs> in December, um, it, it seemed like all my clients took off early for the holidays, and um, all the projects I was working on were kind of, well, we'll – We'll pick up on them after we get back after the new year. I'm like, okay, that's great. And um, I'd heard some information about Adobe Muse, but I'd never tried it. So I downloaded um, that program and I started just playing with it. And um, I used to do more web development like about seven years ago, but I've really gotten out of it because I just don't enjoy it. And so out of curiosity, I downloaded Muse, tried it, and... Um, is pretty easy to design a website. So just as a joke, um, I had been drawing on my iPad for about a year with uh, Adobe Ideas uh, application on the iPad. And now, now for those for those let, let's let's sideline here. What is the Adobe Ideas? Because because Ben's shown it to me a few times after you mentioned it. Yeah, we had him buy it. It's there. It's Adobe's um, iPad app. Well, it's also on the iPhone too, but iPhone's a little too small to actually utilize it to any effectiveness. But on an iPad, um, I don't draw with my finger. I draw with a stylus, a bamboo stylus that Wacom puts out. And it just allows you to draw, freehand draw, but it tur- it's, a, it's vector art. You know? So it's, it's taking your drawing and it does a conversion of it so it becomes vector art. So you can email yourself a PDF file, open it up in Illustrator, and... Um, you know, edit it however you see fit. Um, but the files are pretty dirty. They're not very clean in terms of 
what you see when you open up an Illustrator. You can see every little nuance you've made little marks on when you're drawing. But um, it's 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 an okay app. It's just not. And it's like ten bucks, right? Yeah, it's like around nine nine ninety nine, I think, something like okay. that. Okay. Um, but um, it was never any use to me in a professional sense. I like drawing in it just for fun, but there was nothing about it that I could really utilize it for um, uh, within my creative process in any serious way. I had Adobe, um, when it first came out, they contacted me and they said, hey, can you write up a thing about how you use Adobe Ideas in your creative process? And I, I just had to turn it down. I said, well, I don't. I just, I think it's fun to play with, but I, there's nothing about it that it's not precise enough, basically. I can't, it's just too sloppy. Sounds perfect for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you're, well, but you are using it for like brainstorming and for well, just sketching or no? I actually prefer another app I use on the iPad called Penultimate, which it, it's more. It feels more tactile, like drawing with a pencil. So I'll, I'll do sketches in that. It doesn't save out as PDF. That's a JPEG, but um, I have used that for concepting. But when I started using Adobe Ideas. Um, I like some of the flair and aesthetics I could get by drawing out things. And one night I was just sitting there. Usually it's hanging out with my family. They're watching TV and I'm just kind of drawing on my iPad. And and I just thought, well, I wonder if I could actually design a crappy little logo. And I just, just five minute logo popped into my head. So I drew something out that, and, and I thought, well, that'd be kind of fun. That was like back in July of wow. last summer. And I just kind of forgot about it. And then when December came around and I was playing with Muse, um, I remembered that idea and I thought I should just put up a f crappy little website and just call Five Minute Logo. And it was kind of my sarcastic response to sites such as uh, Logo Garden, who ripped off all kinds of logos a couple of years ago and got caught by AIGA, put out a national alert on them. So. You know, and they value themselves the, as... The police of the design industry. Yeah. Love it. Well, they... they Logo Garden, they, they still like Bill Gardner's firm. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing those. It was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. This didn't really... Like, no one no one really <laughs> ripped off this much, really? And then you're like, yeah. oh, they did? Bill Gardner, like... logo? Over 200 marks from Bill Gardner, 30 of mine. And then what people don't know that I haven't really posted about or talked about it that much is that... Um, Logo Gardens um, sent their lawyers after me uh, the January after that summer when that happened. And they were trying to legally force me to remove my blog posts about um, where I talked about what they did. And they didn't like that. And they had been threatening other designers who had contacted me and told me that, well, I got a letter from Logo Garden. And, and they were pulling down stuff because they couldn't afford to fight him. And, and, and when I got that letter, I, it just pissed me off. So I went to my business lawyer, my copyright lawyer, and I said, I don't want to remove my posts. I shouldn't have to do this. These, these assholes are the ones that uh, stole the stuff, so I don't want to pull it down. And so he fought on my behalf, but it took four months to resolve it. And it got to the point where finally uh, they were accusing my copyright lawyer and threatening him, and then that really pissed off my lawyer. You don't threaten a lawyer. Their lawyers were threatening my lawyer. Yeah, I hear that's not the best. Yeah, no, and so what he told me to do, he got sick of it, and he said, okay, this is what we're going to do. I want you to take 
those 30 designs they ripped off, file a copyright on all of them. So I did that with the copyright office. We got that back and then he issued them a letter saying, if they don't drop it immediately, we would go after them for 30 infringements at 150,000 apiece. And they had just got venture funding for about 3 million, Logo Garden had. And okay. so our claim that we were going after, if they wouldn't have dropped it, was 3.5 million. So basically, we'll just take your money if you're going to be assholes. And they finally dropped it and they left me alone. Um, but that's what it took. And it cost me about three grand to just to have my lawyer send out all those letters over that four month period. But, wow. um, but it was because of that, that had happened that previous year that when I rolled around in December and I had this free time and I was playing with Muse, I decided, well, I'm just going to put up this crappy little website called five mount logo and, and just make it a, a, a sarcastic now, response. Now, now to Muse, we had, we had, uh, the, the evangelist from Muse at the, how interactive that's, that is you design the website in like InDesign and you just export it or, or how? No, it, it's a program that's similar to InDesign or any of the Creative Suite apps. You know, it, it's very easy to use if you're familiar. Yeah, it's it's basic. I've been told it's basically what they wanted Dreamweaver to be, but never was. Okay. And you literally, it's really if like I'm not a coder, I don't do development, and if I talk to a web developer and I tell them I've done something in Muse, they would cringe because, oh, have you ever looked at the code? You know, well, yeah, that's fine, but it's a crappy little website anyway, so I don't care. If I'm going to do something serious, I'm going to do it right and hire a developer and, you know, do it professionally like this. But for this case, it was like a graphic joke, and I just need to execute it in a digital form online. And it was basically my response to cheap-ass services like Logo Garden, who undercuts our industry, ripping people off. And so I decide, fine, I'll, I'll sell a logo, I'll undercut them. I'll sell a logo for $5, but it limits whoever orders one to five minutes, and then they can't art direct. I do whatever I want, and they can't complain. And right, I, and, if they want, and if they don't like it, they can come back to you and pay another $5. Yeah, and but I'll still do whatever I want. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, it's, it's, kind of, it's I set all the ground rules, and... And the problem with that, and I just thought, oh, this will just be funny. This is just a little joke. And I, I launched the site, and it was it was just purely to entertain myself. Oh, we were so entertained. That's why that's oh, why yeah. we, we purchased one. As, as you guys know, as Juan already said, we were the first to buy it. Because the minute I saw it, Ben comes in the office, and I'm like, we need, we need to spend five bucks. I was like, Let's do a logo. <laughs> we're going to have to design another logo again. This but is perfect. Like, I'm like, this is hilarious. We need to order immediately. Yeah. Well, it in about a week, some... Brazilian website, it's almost like the Brazilian boing boing equivalent, mm -hmm. posted it on their front page and like overnight I had like a hundred orders. And wow. I was like going, okay, I intended this just to be a joke, something like maybe I'll do two or three a week, you know, and all of a sudden I have a hundred and and a lot of the people I think it got lost in translation. Um, I'm not sure if everybody understood that Good it joke. was sarcastic because I was getting like these small business owners in Brazil. I run a pizza shop. I need a pizza logo. And, and did you do those ones? I mean, with those yeah, but a lot of them I did just as a, I just assumed they they. I realized after I delivered this stuff, and then they complained about what I did. That okay, they're they're not understanding this kind of a joke, you know. They obviously didn't read or couldn't read the site. Or, or go to your Facebook page and see all of the samples. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that was before a I had of, all those. Oh, okay. This is before all the. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't post anything until I, you know, yeah. I had a. So good, this was right away. Yeah, this right away, and 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 then other sites started picking up on it, and it steamrolled, and I was, like, like this one day, it, it got so bad the first week in terms of I would just I go I have a hundred, and so I'd just be cranking stuff out, and thankfully it was during the time my clients were waiting until the New Year's, so. I had time to kill so I could just do this, but I never intended it to be that way. And then the problem was they were coming in faster and I could draw them to a point where I had to shut down the website for a couple of days because I wouldn't catch up. They were just like, I'd get like 25 done and 30 more had shown up and it was just going nuts. Who would have thought that there would be a market for $5 original logos yeah. from well, one of the world's greatest illustrators? It's, it's turned out, well, I went Oh, no. Anyway, <laughs> I it's it, it's turned out to be thankfully a lot of people understand the joke and they just go with it. So I've had people who've had me draw them kick me signs for some person they wanted to stick on his back or some guy did an into the earth party because of that. Right. Uh, that. The, the whole thing. So I did that for him, you know. Um, well, the one we're commissioning today is yeah. going to be for the Von Gulichka podcast extravaganza special. There you go. I can do that. There you go. All right. We'll be right back after this. Now, I I did want to ask you, you had mentioned, I, I remember seeing someone put a blog post up kind of saying that this was a bad thing for our industry. I don't think they looked at the samples or read your site and realized that it's, yeah. I see it as almost like a creative exercise brainstorming for you as well, but that it was bad or something. And, and you'd mentioned that the things that were bad for the industry were places like that rip off logos or that, you know, just build your own logo with stolen imagery yeah. or um, I think it was, it was like startup ventures or something. What do you mean by what do you mean by those? Was was that what it was? Well, the venture capitalists. Well, there there's venture capitalists behind um, companies like Logo Garden. Um, like another website on par with Logo Garden would be Ninety Nine Designs, and right. there's uh, angel investor firm behind that entity. And it's the same, one of the, the guys who's one of the angel investors in 99designs was one of the founders of probably the company that uh, was the, the favorite poster child for the, that whole kind of mentality. And it was uh, Logo Works, um, which is based, it was based out of Utah that started years ago. And um, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but he was the VP of Logo Works. And they kind of got busted in the the original logo gate. It was called, which logo. yeah, <laughs> and they got the same thing as Logo Garden. They got busted with a bunch of logos, and it blew up on the How forum. It was before social media, so it blew up on the How forum, and and it even uh, um, got to the point where that VP called me, or I went to their site one night, and I discovered on their site. They were selling the digitized Xerox X. It was in their library of images. So I paid $75. 
I downloaded, they sent me that Xerox X and I laid out the thing with their little on-screen GUI. It said extreme copies. And then they sent me the digital file. I printed it out, made a, made a, a graphic out of it, tracked down Xerox um, in-house uh, law department, their legal counsel, and sent them the logo and a cease and assist saying, I own their Xerox X now. They can't use it anymore. Uh, this is where I bought it. And thankfully, they're their lawyers realized I was joking, but understood <laughs> what had happened. And then they went after LogoWorks. Nice. And then when that happened, like the proverbial, you know, shit hit the fan and Logo Garden started, or Logo, all these names yeah, are getting confusing. They're all logo uh, Works um, started threatening to sue me because of that. Mm. Because they were getting heat from the Xerox legal team. And um, then we had arranged at the time, there was a design podcast. John's quite the troublemaker here. I love it. <laughs> yeah, really I, love I was it. stirring the pot there. Design vigilante. But it got to the point where we had gotten the VP for LogoWorks to agree to go on this podcast and do a debate about, about this issue in general. And he agreed to do that, and then he backed out at the last minute. I and so I can't imagine why he would want to back out of that. <laughs> and then it never happened. Then they issued me a refund on the $75 I paid. And that was a big deal for about a month. And then it went away. But the thing was, we couldn't get any of the design publications to um, talk about it to any degree. Why? They just, well, because they were at running advertisements for some of those services mm. in their own publications. Like LogoWorks had some ads that they ran, I believe it was in CA or it was on their website or something like that. I can't imagine that could have ever you know, but <laughs> I it, it but even it, I, I may be wrong there. I shouldn't say that because I, I can't remember exactly. But I think there was they just didn't want to touch it. They did it was like taboo for them, and that kind of frustrated me that nobody who really had a voice that could go national really spoke out on it that much. Now, it, now, when this last one came out, though, I mean, Twitter, Facebook, it blew up everywhere. Oh, yeah. And and so when Logo Garden happened, um, I originally, I was on vacation in San Diego, and I was reading through some, um, some stories under a design category in an app that I read RSS feeds through. And I stumbled upon Logo, Logo Garden, and I saw it, and I'm like, Oh geez, and I only read like the first paragraph, and then I ju it just it just kind of ticked me off, so I just swiped it and said I'm not reading the rest. If I would have read the rest, I would have seen my own design in there, and I didn't. You should just know by now that when someone's ripping off lo vast amounts of logos, somehow Vaughn is being ripped off. <laughs> I mean, well, that, it's usually a given. By the time that I, or tattoos. Yeah, tattoos happens a lot. By the time I got home, I got an email from a nerd designer who clued me in on everything that's going on. And then shortly after that, Bill Gardner wrote his article for uh, Rockport's blog where he really exposed it. And, um, and then eventually he wrote another blog post, which because there was all these denials coming from uh, logo work or logo garden saying, well, we didn't really rip anybody off. I had hired some designers and they ripped them off and then sold them to us and we unknowingly posted them. Well, that sounds good, but then Bill Gardner came out with like server stats that shows that 
the credit card that was used was the owner of Logo Garden's credit card under his secondary corporate entity that he owned that, that uh, Bill Gardner's lawyer had found. So he showed that, no, this was your credit card that they used, so don't try to blame it on some nebulous no-name designers that sold it to you. So he was, he was, you know, he was caught with his hand in the cookie jar, and he didn't like it, and so he started threatening people and... Now are they? Is that is that website still around? Oh yeah, they're still going. Yeah, huh? they they got they got initially they got three million dollars in venture capital. I think they got even, they got another venture capital infusion by um, uh, another company. And you know they're 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 like I said, their poster child is LogoWorks because LogoWorks was just like them, an independent, and they got some venture capital. And they were able to grow their, their business model to a certain extent by exploiting small business owners. And then at a certain point, HP bought them out. Now, this is where some of the design elite in our industry come into play into that story is that... I believe, was it Paula Scher that was behind yeah. helping HP brand it to the rest of the field? Exactly. That's when Pentagram stepped in. And through Paula Scher, she designed some templates on behalf of HP services, which were directly linked to logo, uh, logo um, works. <laughs> logo Getting all these logo gardens. names mixed up. But yeah, it, it's, I don't know. And I think because of that, that's why you didn't have a lot of, um, there's a lot of relationships to what I consider legitimate design places. But, you know, at some point they were kind of selling out for sake of, um, I'm sure HP was paying pretty nice. So, And I hope all of our listeners can tell just by this conversation that the five-minute logo thing is not the same thing no. as 99 it, Garden logos it's, it's or whatever. It's five minutes of Vaughn's finger on an iPad. Well, for here, here did, I'll give you a good example of what five-minute logo stylus, is. stylus, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. had a um, – I've had everybody from individuals, small businesses, ministries order a five-minute logo, and it doesn't matter who they are – if I can take a sarcastic kind of snarky twist on it, I'll do it. And so this Baptist church called <laughs> High Peak Baptist Church ordered a logo. And I'm drawn, most of the time I'm drawn these like at two in the morning. And so I'm not, not really, a good idea. I'm not really thinking too much about, is this a good idea? You know, my inhibition. all the coffee he can buy with the five dollars he will receive. <laughs> so I drew a little church building smoking a doobie for that one. <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't really hear back from him. Um, I, I'm sure the guy probably laughed, but mm. you know, obviously it's not serious. So that's that's the vein in which I'm I'm. You say that, but you never know. You might be driving, you know, in Georgia somewhere and see this Baptist church, and sure enough, there's your logo. Smoking a doobie. You never know. Yeah. I, I, All I right. We'll be know. right back. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, Meet the Pros and about the How Conference. First off, I want to I want to thank uh, the Omaha Federation of Advertising for bringing Vaughn into Omaha, as it would be, for part of their Meet the Pros. Yeah, thanks, you guys. What what uh, what did you actually speak about at Meet the Pros? Um, I did my presentation called Drawing Conclusions. It's just all about leveraging drawing in order to expand your ideas and to you know 
increase your potential for visual problem solving. Okay, and is that what you're gonna? Is that the same talk that you're gonna give at Howe in June, or are you giving something else? No, that's actually the talk I gave last summer at Howe. So. Oh, awkward. We did obviously yeah, missed it. Um, I don't, uh, <coughs> yeah, that was a good talk. I drawing. mean, I mean. Oh, Who yeah, that's right. That that changed my perspective yeah. on so. I drew so many conclusions. So many from things. That. I think you guys were busy recording. Yeah, Probably. we didn't really see a whole lot of talks. <laughs> <laughs> we're just busy working. No, I I saw your five alarm one. Was that the year before? It was real good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so your five alarm. So now, is this a new talk that you're giving at How, or if people have seen one of the last ones? Um, they going to see something new or are they going to see like a recap of something else um no the the talk i'll be given in san francisco will be new content um the way i put these together is i i come out with a it's almost, i don't know if like i really love reading stuff about physics and theoretical physics because they'll postulate a a premise or an idea and I'm then they fall asleep. Wait, sorry, what? <laughs> and then they spend like years trying to either prove it or disprove it. And so I kind of handle my talks the same way where I come up with a premise of what I want to talk about. And then I kind of spend six months or, or a little longer just paying attention and observing the industry to see if I can find good examples that will reinforce the ideas I'm trying to get across. So I'm still building it. But what's now what's the title of this one? Uh, this one, it's going to be called Creatively Recalculating Your Daily Design Routine. So it's about like getting out of the rut of, of being comfortable with what you're doing creatively so that you can, you know, try new things and move into new areas. Now, I will say, for those who haven't seen a Von Glitch presentation, he has the best slides in the business. Like uh, your 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 slideshow, some of the illustrations in it and stuff. They're, some they're, of the illustrations. No, but I mean, I mean, nobody else has like crying baby with Von Glitchka's head on it in a diaper. Donovan was showing me some of these the other day. <laughs> and but but I mean, it's just just looking through them. I mean, even just flipping through your slides online and not with the presentations like this is just phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, they're they're fun. I usually don't start building it until about twenty days out, and then I, it's like wow. I spend about a, I don't know it. I spend a lot of time putting them together, but usually they go pretty quick. I thought you do everything in five minutes. That's yeah, not true. yeah. I wish that's not true. That'd be nice. Now you're also giving a pre-conference workshop as well on on InDesign. Is that right? No. Which, what's, what's yours on? I don't even... It's, it's right here in the book. It's Anatomy it's, of a Logo. Oh, you're opposite of the InDesign workshop. Yes. Okay. okay. So it's like the exact opposite. Do you know yeah. how to use InDesign? I mean, for the record. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I, actually, I don't I don't use it a lot, but I know how to use it usually. What about Illustrator? Have you heard of this one called Illustrator? How yeah, does that I'm one not make familiar you with that program. Okay. I, you know, I use Inkscape. Now, now, since this is a workshop with the Anatomy of a Logo, will people be doing things there, or is it just a longer talk that it's going to describe? No, like, it kind of. of and, and I've seen a lot of these five-minute logos that have a lot of anatomical parts. So is it like <laughs> actually like the junk that's attached to the logo, or is it like breaking apart a logo Literally. into things? Yes. Now the uh, logo an- junk. I'm gonna. I'm gonna logo have junk. That, that's my new website venture, and what there we're gonna go. do is we're gonna steal all of your junk, junk drawings. Anatomy of a logo is it's a three hour workshop, and I do it with uh, Stefan. Does it with me? He's like 
we're like a, a comedy team that does a, a creative workshop on um, the development of a logo and the creative process behind it and what it entails. And so I hand out a creative brief for a fictional company. And I, it's a presentation where I go over certain aspects of the creative process. But then after I explain some certain thing, uh, then we break f- for a is, certain period of time. And is, have, is this the one you did last year with yeah. Stefan and he had a massive amount of chest hair that he had attached yes. to him? Yes, okay, Sven. I, he came out as Sven. Right. Oh, yeah. We yeah. have a, we have we a show about that. We remember speaking about that one. Yeah, yeah. so we're, do, we're doing it again. So it's a... Uh, is he going to be Sven again? Or no, can no, we no. expect some Lumen new kind pretty of... pretty good with rotating characters through. Okay. It'll probably be Sven again. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. But um, I'm retooling this um, workshop and I'm... It'll be, I don't know if I can say this now that I said it. Well, okay, okay. Well, mm. we will, we'll cut you off there then. Okay. Oh, Just well, tell well, what do you know? We're oh. out of time. Oh, crap. We, gotta, we are out yeah. of time. <laughs> All right. Well, Vaughn, we really thank you for your time. And we'll, we look forward to seeing you in June, um, regardless of how much chest hair you and or Stefan may have. Oh, yeah. Um, and we got to go back because we're actually, it's called Meet the Pros, and they're actually, they actually consider us pros. We're yeah. doing portfolio reviews. I don't know yeah, how don't we know got how that works. title, but so use the term "meet the pros" loosely because it it's partially us. Make them cry. That's what Make you do. Make them cry. That's right. Just like Vaughn right. would do. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening to the Reflex Blue Show. For more information, visit thirty-sixpoint.com. The Reflex Blue Show was created by Donovan Beery and Nate Voss. Music by Ben Luders. <laughs>